All right, ladies and fellows, man, welcome back to another episode of the No Script Podcast. B-Rack here with Dan Dutton. What's going on, brother? What up? What is up, my dude? We let, let get it going. Yes, and we out here. We living. All right, so we're going to jump right into it. Things we want to discuss today. Um, we did a video on NBA standings. I believe it was 20 games into the season about, what, like a month or two ago. Yeah. So we're going to give our returning thoughts post all-star weekend and how trash the dunk contest was i didn't watch it i saw the highlights and every radio talk show that i've heard talk about this dunk contest it's absolute trash so we're gonna get into that it was a low light like, like de- delete it like thanos you literally could snap your fingers and make me forget about that time um so we're gonna get into that we're gonna talk about the teams that are still rolling hot since we've made the first video and teams that are still at the bottom of the totem pole disappointments, big trade moves. Uh, and we're also going to talk about a requested subject. If any of you guys are big into college basketball or watched Michigan versus Wisconsin, there was a game they played, I think this past Sunday, I think they were in Wisconsin. But basically, uh, Michigan was getting their ass beat and they were down by 15, I think with like 16 seconds left. And basically what had happened is, you know, Wisconsin normally in that situation the other team's going to dribble out the the clock, okay? Michigan should have laid down their shield and accepted defeat. You know, you put, to me personally, putting players at risk, having them play a full-court press. So Michigan was playing a full-court press, and Wisconsin was basically just still trying to inbound the ball and, um, you know, dribble the clock out. And what had happened was Wisconsin ended up calling a timeout, because they, I think they were able to inbound it, but they weren't able to advance the ball. So they wanted to call a timeout. They can advance the ball, I believe, and they wouldn't get that violation, that backcourt violation. So the game ends, and they're going through the handshake line. Okay, And as soon as Jawan Howard, head coach of Michigan, and I don't know the Wisconsin head coach name, they cross paths, Jawan Howard wasn't having it. He wasn't going to shake his hand, whatever. So Wisconsin coach, like, you know, he puts his – and I use this lightly, puts his hands on him, but like, like, you know, hand to chest, like, Hey man, like, let me try to explain to you what's, what's good. Juwan Howard wasn't having it. You know, they both get each other's faces. Juwan is significantly taller than this guy looks down on him, starts, you could tell it's starting to escalate and benches start to clear. It's already the end of the game. So they get into a shouting match and the end all beat all was Juwan Howard, head coach of Michigan ends up open hand slapping or punching, whatever you want to call it, an assistant coach of Wisconsin. So fight breaks out, players start to go pushing and shoving a little bit. And the end result, after all that, no one really got seriously injured or anything like that. They went their separate ways. There's only a few games left of the regular season before the uh, conference tournaments come up because March Madness is around the corner. So the the big NCAA tournament is going to be happening. Uh, Juwan Howard got suspended five games, I believe. And it's for the rest of the regular season. So he could still coach the uh, conference tournament and their record's so bad. They're not even going to make the NCAA tour unless they happen to be the conference champions from the tournament to get a automatic bid. They're not going to make the NCAA tournament. They may not even make the NIT uh, Wisconsin. I'm not really sure where they're at as far as staying. See, I haven't really paid too much attention to them, but after hearing that whole thing, Dan, what, what, what are your thoughts after hearing that? Yeah, so I guess I don't really pay attention too much to college basketball. Not usually around tournament time. 
I'll catch some games here and there. But uh, yeah, I don't I'm not an avid follower, but I did see the video um, of the altercation. So like I said, I didn't know what led up to that till you just explained it. But it seemed like there was just some, a lot of pride there. You know what I mean? Like this team's supposed to, you know, run the ball out. Another team's supposed to chill out mm-hmm. and just let the game be over with. And like you said, you're putting players at risk by you, – you're not going to win and you don't need to score anymore. You guys are just like playing to the end. And that's, that's you know, that's fine, I guess. But, I mean, I wouldn't want to risk somebody getting injured. And then at the end like that, them two coaches going at it, you know, I don't know what ended up being all the other coaches' suspensions, but I think the the uh, the head coach Jawan Howard he got the the biggest penalty, right? Because I mean, he actually put his hands on somebody, and it was like the altercation. I seen the video; they were going back and forth. The players got involved, like split it, like split it up, but it didn't really like get out of hand too much until he went, ah, smacked that dude right in his head. And then that's when it, then at that point as a head coach, I man, you're risking your because your players gonna have your back. You see, you know, what I'm saying you got you see your coach smacking somebody, and then their players are gonna you know come at you know that team and, and vice versa. As head coaches, now you're putting your players at risk for you know what I'm saying injuring themselves, injuring somebody else, getting suspended. Like could have been your senior season, and now you're suspended your last few games because of that. So you know it's it's kind of messed up. I mean, I think they all should have got equal suspensions because, I mean, for one, that that coach shouldn't even came up to him and like got in his face and tried to tell him why he was doing what he was doing. Right. He, he they could have just went. He could have said something. Could have went separate ways. But I mean, you got to come up to the coach and be like, "Hey, this is what I'm doing. What I'm doing. Don't be mad at me." Yeah, I I really obviously it's hard to tell when you watch from afar. Me personally, <clears throat> I get, I get on one hand that you want to play hard, you play to the final whistle, but first of all, your team has played terrible all season. I think you guys are barely like three or four games above 500. You guys are down by 15 with about, you know, under 30 seconds left. If your argument is, oh, we play hard to the final whistle, why didn't you guys play hard the first 39 minutes and 50, 50 seconds? <laughs> like, why, 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 like why, why does the last 15 seconds prove any relevancy at all? when you didn't show any sense of urgency. Cause I believe like, when I looked at the score, it was, uh, or I might've been looking at a different date when they played, but it was like tied at halftime. And I, like I said, I could be referring to like one of their earlier games when they matched up against each other and they were just getting blown out in the second half. Like if you're really that worried about playing hard from whistle to whistle, you would have had a more, more sense of urgency, you know, earlier in the game that, that first 39 minutes and 50 some odd seconds. Um, and I get it from Wisconsin standpoint. It's like, okay, if you're going to, you know, play hardball like that and I got timeouts and I'm going to kind of suppress the issue. All right, I'm going to call timeout. And then if you get mad, you get mad. It's it after hearing it, Juwan Howard and them, it's basically like, like uh, it, it just sounds petty, man. Like, yeah. oh, well, he, um, I didn't like that he called a timeout. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't like it. You're playing full court press. It's like, okay, like, like y'all childish as fuck. It's stupid, and apparently this isn't Juwan Howard's first altercation with the coach. Um, I forgot another team that he got into it with. He basically had to be restrained for almost <laughs> like running down the opposing team's head coach. And so a lot, some talk show hosts that I've been listening to are basically calling to like, hey, this guy probably needs to go see anger management because I, I guess overall, like he's a decent dude. He's a he's a nice guy. 
Um, he's obviously a Michigan alum. So the representation is at an all time high, like you, you getting into two physical altercations. It's just, it's not, what kind of message does that send to the kids? You know, how are you going to preach restraint and holding yourself accountable when you're over here acting like clown, no matter what the reason is, you know, it's just, to me, it's not a good look. You know, he got that five game suspension. Uh, The other coach, I don't know if it was the head coach for Wisconsin or the one that caught caught the hands he got like <laughs> find like a couple hundred thousand or something like that um here's but... the thing like he's a retired nba player right mm-hmm. like you should be teaching them kids professionalism to the utmost like you've been there you know what it's like like i get you know some people are super competitive they don't want to lose no matter what and that's right. fine to show your kids you know you got that fire that competitive you don't want to lose you want to play whistle to whistle Mm-hmm. But uh, to a point like that, I mean, come on, man. That's how you yeah. end up with players like Grayson Allen. Yeah, you end up developing a bunch of Grayson Allens out there just want to play hard and hurt people for no reason. And it's like there's a line. There's a line between playing hard and then it's like, like I said, I'm an optimist, but I'm a realist, okay? if I, Bro, if I know we're not winning the game and there's not a daylight in sight and we're not playing for shit this game, okay? It wasn't like the Big Ten championship. It wasn't – the national title it was literally a regular season game you guys aren't playing for position because you're barely over 500 like just cut the shit man and just stop you're done yeah yeah and i don't i know like personally how i think is especially with college athletes like i don't know how good these two teams are because i don't pay attention too much i don't know if any of their team anybody on their team has that nba possibility Mm -hmm. but I think it's different. If you're in the NBA and you're one of those, you're like a guy who steals the ball at the end, run down and get a quick layup because you want to play hard. Like you're already getting paid. You got some guaranteed money. These kids have not gotten paid, mm-hmm. and some of them, if they're in that that arena of I'm about to get drafted, I don't think you should be pushing those kids to that extent of like, oh, you know, we're either losing or we're dominating or we're still going to play hard, and there's no chance this game's going to turn around either way. Right. I don't think there was any uh, future Zion Williamson's or John Morant's out there to like, hey, man, you don't really don't have to play this hard because you're going to be a top three draft pick either way. Wisconsin is ranked in the top 25 in both the AP poll and coaches polls. So, you know, they are playing for a potential spot in the NCAA tournament. So I can understand their their sense of urgency and wanting to keep their players healthy. So not needing to mess with that garbage full court press. I mean, I, I get it. I totally understand. So we'll transition into another subject, the NBA. And I don't want to talk about the freaking All-Star weekend yet, man. I mean, just the thought of the dunk contest just gives me a headache. So yeah, the only, uh, only thing good about Austin, for one, it felt like they – I don't feel like they marketed as much as they usually do, probably because mm-hmm. they knew all their competitions were going to be kind of garbage. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that was good was since Steph Curry being unlimited range out there, dropping like 15, 16 threes. An absolute legend. That thing is so inspirational. So inspirational. Dude, the one like still photo they took, he was maybe like on the logo, a step past the logo, and he pulled up, chucked it. And I feel like before he even made it halfway to the hoop, he was already turned around, like running back. He already knew it's good. And from that distance, like he just let it go. He's like, yeah, that's going in. That's crazy. 
And I know what a lot of people are going to say, but well, I mean, the all-star game isn't what it used to be. And but, uh, bro, it really, it isn't. And I don't blame them because these guys already get pay, paid millions of dollars. Like what incentive, the ultimate goal is to make a lot of money and win an NBA title. Okay. Mm -hmm. the, the all-star game, if you get voted in, it's, it's, to me, it's kind of irrelevant. I know it doesn't hold the same value as it did like years ago and, you know, the nineties, but whatever it's a different time but i do still enjoy it. i mean you could see how much fun these guys have just being able to play with each other because they obviously some of them don't play on the same team you know like lebron and steph i mean those guys i love watching them play together and what lebron's been ever since they changed it to this format he's been undefeated in the all-star game yeah and so. at some point then they change it to like fan voting mm -hmm. uh, so that's different yeah i don't I, I get chilling in the All-Star game. It's the, you're just there to have fun. It's like a break from the season. Like, who wants to go hard during the All-Star game? And they're obviously, they're all the stars and then get hurt and then miss the rest of the season. Like that's, to me, it's stupid. It, there's no reason to go hard and play hard defense or even, like, you know, attack the rim and have somebody try to contest your dunk every time. But I yeah. get it for, like, the big men, like, that play defense and they're all maybe they hit the all star game and they're like, oh, playing defense is what I do. Like, give yourself a little cheap block or something on like a layup, but mm -hmm. you know, yeah, we're just there to have fun. You, you can see all the I like seeing, like, I didn't watch this year, but I remember watching one of the other ones when uh Luca was there him and Trey Young were like messing around. They both like hit, hit like back to back, like half court shots, damn near. Oh, the um, rising stars, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a like sophomore rookie challenge. Yeah, stuff. rookie versus yeah, yeah. And I just, I like seeing those younger dudes that you know playing and stuff. And yeah, yeah absolutely. And definitely, I, I like that. I like this chill. But I like I like well, they, I don't know if they did it this year, but last year they did that different uh, ending to the game. Right, it was like poor charity. Like you hit a certain point. Yes. Or whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I like that. It put a little bit more competitiveness at the very end. Absolutely, absolutely. And I don't like. And I'm, I'm going to attack the old heads again because I just feel like I have to. Okay, you guys, you guys set me up to where I feel like I need to talk to you all about this. But when they don't play hard, like when they see the All-Star game, like, oh, they, they don't – they translate to that to, oh, they, they can't play competitively because they won't. No, it's not it, – there's not an inability to play competitive because you see it in the playoffs, right? It, but they realize when they play in the All-Star game and they're there for All-Star weekend – they are it's a little bit more chill relaxed there's there is no pressure but that does not mean that these guys lack the ability to play hard you know so don't, don't get it twisted because right. I, I hear that way too many times yes. oh they wouldn't be able to handle bro what makes you think they wouldn't be able to handle it it they choose not to want to play that hard okay it's smarter to they're, they're playing they're being smarter with the longevity of their career and the health mm. of their bodies i guess that is literally they they have, you know, so many years in the league, and then it's over. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying it's it's right or wrong. I'm just saying it is a smart tactic depending on what scope or what lens you're looking through. If you're looking through the lens of I want to play as long as I can and stay as healthy as possible, make as much money as I can, and by the end of my career, if I could still, you know, walk, run, get up and down the stairs, that's a win. I mean – not everyone's a Michael Jordan or a Magic Johnson or a Larry Bird that played in a you know a very physical era, gave it their all, night in and night out, and 
can still say that they're relatively healthy in their 50s and 60s and stuff like that. You know, a lot of these guys aren't built like that. So MJ took it personal. That's why. Yeah, MJ. Yeah, he, he might have been a little sensitive or something. I don't know. Yeah, he, he, I you mean, you can't say that. You know, upset people. He might have been a little sensitive. No, he might be a little psychotic. How? Like, <laughs> does that does that sound normal to you guys? Like building up scenarios in your head like no one said shit to you at all like at all and he's just like i took that personal like bro he didn't even say that what <laughs> what do you mean this Dude, is how serial that. killers are made <laughs> yeah yeah if he if he wasn't six six super athletic he might have been you know yeah. saying somewhere else he might have caught a body somewhere else besides the basketball court and so after that uh last dance came out do those take your personal memes have me, have me oh, they had me going bro <laughs> <laughs> So the All-Star game was cool. Like, you know, Steph was going off. I think he broke the record. For, the dude was like 16 for like 25 on threes or something <laughs> like that. It was stupid. It was so dumb. They were just feeding them. Yeah, they are just feeding them. They're all having a good time. And, you know, LeBron ends up, you know, hitting his patented fadeaway to, to win the game. And I thought that was cool. Crazy um, bag. You want to tell me that they don't play hard. Zach Levine was, was playing D on him. And I think so. who rotated to – so was it Embiid? Somebody yeah, rotated yeah. to play help side. So don't tell me like, oh, you don't play hard. Man, it's at the end. Get out of here. It's just at the end. That's why I like it. At the end, they they made it more competitive, putting that little like whatever. I don't know. I forgot exactly what the the rule is, but you know, playing up to a certain point, I like that. Yeah, I mean, when when it gets down to uh, like those final few points, the final seconds, it's like you can't escape that that feeling. Like they know it just it raises the 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 intensity. I love it. Yeah, yeah, same. I'm mad I didn't catch it this year, but it didn't seem like. Usually, I'm pretty excited for All Star Weekend, but this this one wasn't this one wasn't it. Dunk contest just, they, was a snooze have... fest. I mean, I think I looked like from a highlight they did something different with the three point contest. I don't even know. I didn't see any highlights from that, but it looked like they had like a different format. So I seen like. Two guys shooting, like on they're like a team. Like he was like shooting and he'd throw the rebound, he'd catch it, throw it to the guy, and then they were like switch. I don't know. It looked weird. I don't know if that was like a different event than the three point contest, but it was kind of goofy. Yeah, I didn't really see like the format either. I don't get why they always have to change it. I mean, if you want to change the the incentives, like how much like it's worth at the end or you know we're playing for a charity blah blah like that's fine but as far as like how much the basket is worth and then the money ball and stuff i don't understand why that needs to be changed but whatever i mean it's not cool carl anthony towns ended up being the winner he outshot trey young and luke Kennard somehow i don't i don't don't get it both exceptional three-point shooters in trey young and luke Kennard. carl anthony towns I mean, listen, my heart goes out to him. I mean, he's lost like, a couple family members to COVID, so that man has been rattled by a lot. But I just – just goes back to there's not enough prominent stars for me in those two events, the three-point contest. Do they even have the NBA skills challenge anymore? I don't even – I don't even think I saw that. I didn't see it this year, but usually they do. And I, I love that because, uh, like, Kobe was in it once. Uh, Chris Paul, um, I think. T Mac was in it. Like yeah, I liked these... watching like you'd see like the the older guys that like won it once would be there. And then you'd see the they kind of just like going through the motions. Mm-hmm. And then you'd see like the young guys getting just taken off. And they go hard just to see yeah. how fast they can play. And I, I like that, bro, but they don't 
they just don't have the stars. And I don't know if it's because they don't want to compete in it because of risk of injury or like, do they not get asked? Like I find it hard to believe they don't get asked to be in this. Like for me, the three point contest, bro, as long as Steph Curry and Clay Thompson are in the fucking league, they need to be in it every year, every year. I don't care. I don't want to see somebody else new, man. Prove it. If you want to be in a three point contest, prove it in the regular season. Proven the right. I don't want to see it like when you're not shooting in front of anybody and it's just you in a contest or whatever. Like Clay and Steph approved it. I want to see them in it. Trey Young, I want to see him in it every year. Uh Luke Kennard, I know he's a, a good three point shooter. I'll I'll have I want him in it. Um I'm trying to think of others off the top of my head. Um I mean shit, even James Harden. James Harden, K D, like snipers, sharpshooters, I would love to have those guys in there. Like yeah. put them so- in every year. So with the skill, I just looked it up with the skills challenge. They did have it, but they did it different. So I'm not watching. I'm just looking at the website. There, they had three. They had three teams. There was Team Antetokounmpo, mm-hmm. they had Giannis, Theanis, and Alex. All the brothers. That's pretty cool. That'd That's be cool dope. to see them win. And then there was the Team Cavs, which was Jared Allen, uh, Garland, and Evan Mobley. Mobley. And then Team Rooks, which Scotty Barnes, Cade Cunningham, and Josh Giddy. So they did something with teams. I, I have no idea what. Like what mm. they actually did, um, but uh, yeah, that's kind of cool seeing like the Antetokounmpo's. Yeah, yeah, that that's pretty dope. I remember they used to do obviously three point contests and dunk contests have always been the the norm. The skills challenge, which was like mid, uh, like around mid two thousands, and I, I I loved watching that. And then the other one was like the um, I forgot what it was called, but it was team of threes like that. But it it would be like a current player a WNBA player and then a yeah. previous like uh, old generational player. And they would do like shots from different. And then obviously they would have to end the game on like a half court shot that I thought was super cool. Yeah. I like and that. I don't know what that was called. I don't know what that was called either, but it's like, why, like, why are we changing those events? Like it, there's no way those weren't enjoyable to watch. Like unless ratings were down, like, Oh, people really ain't vibing with this. Why change it? I don't understand. Yeah. And I always liked I, what I always got looked forward to was the celebrity game. The and, celebrity game. Yeah, those oh, used to be man. like super good. I feel like this year wasn't great. And the mm-hmm. only highlights I remember seeing is that freaking swole ass football <laughs> player. Miles jumping. Garrett, bro. Yeah, bro. Why why, he, why is he so strong and able to like he's so heavy and he's out there windmilling, like dunking like crazy. Like, what is he mm-hmm. doing? He, that's just freak athlete, dude. Athlete, bro. Athlete. The freak athlete. Just, he is he is a pat edge pass rusher for the cleveland browns phenomenal athlete and the the size he carries and the amount of bounce he still has and not just a regular dumb not just like oh he's just two-handed barely touching this guy he's windmilling it yeah he got with up there. ease yeah you know and just yeah it's no it, rim grazer he's definitely getting above that rim no 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 he's he's throwing it down with authority so the dunk contest i'm not even gonna bother going through all the competitors but obi toppin was the winner he plays for the knicks and he's a good in-game dunker but he's so he's a pretty built dude he's tall lanky but these guys don't they don't dunk like that bro they don't put on showtime dunks like that they're in-game dunkers dunkers i would have liked to see in this year's dunk contest john Morant, obviously but i I really do want him to stay healthy because memphis is playing on fire right now so i would hate for him to like get hurt but john Morant, 
Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards got crazy freaking bounce. Um, who else? And he's young too. He should. I feel like he should want to be young. out to like do these things. Yeah, like did he get? That's one thing I want to know. Did these? I want to list and be like these players got asked and refused. But I, like I'm sure they're like, no, we don't want to put that out there because we don't want them to get backlash. Like, what does it matter that like they're not playing it anyway? Like, just I want to know if these players got asked. Um, so Anthony Edwards, John Morant. Uh, Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon are still in the league. I need those two back in. There. Like I, those guys put on. If you guys have never seen it, was it's the 2016 slam dunk contest? I think it was. Look up Zach Levine versus Aaron Gordon. It is the best back and forth dunk contest ever. I don't care how old you are, how nostalgic the MJ dunk contest was. Dominique, they weren't doing what Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon did and the degree of difficulty and the props that Aaron Gordon used, I'm telling you just YouTube it and watch it. Okay. And if you, if you disagree that you just, you got to look through it through another lens. Cause you're just absolutely yeah, out of your dude. fucking mind. Dude. He was so creative. That was like, I feel like the dunk contest that I've ever seen. That one was that sticks in my mind the most out of all of them. Does he, he was so creative and both of them had great dunks. I still right. feel like, Aaron Gordon should have won, but yeah, right. that was that was a good one. My didn't big he, thing didn't was, he end up dropping a, a diss track to Dwayne Wade after one of the years? He did. It was 2020 where he lost Aaron Gordon <laughs> lost another dunk contest, got absolutely robbed. Again, he put on another series of great dunks. Yeah. And he's not like a short or he, he's taller than most, I would say, and a little bit heavier. But he has such great agility in the air. He's can contort his body in just so many different ways. The dunks, and we've seen people use props in the past. We've seen people jump over individuals and stuff like that. But how basic do the dunks look when you see them either use a passer or they use the, or they jump over somebody? The feet itself looks cool. It's decent, but the dunk is very basic. Aaron Gordon not only did like you know, where he snatched it off the uh, off the mascot's hand as he was spinning on a uh, on a on a segue like he I mean, the timing had to be perfect. Yeah. And then to still go through the rotation of 360 and basically like a, a windmill and dunk it is just no, I'm sorry, dude. MJ, Dominique, Dr. J, they weren't going to do that. They just weren't going to do that. So. Yeah, I just I just wish those guys were were back in the dunk contest. I know there's so many variables like, you know, maybe they want to get fresh fresh legs in there, new faces. But if you asked any fan, we don't give a shit about Obi Toppin or uh, <laughs> Cole Anthony trying to dunk in Tim's. Like, yeah, like well, he's not even like that cold of a dunker in game either. No. No, not absolutely not. Guys, don't bother trying to watch this past yeah, dunk. I will not do that to you. You're gonna hurt your eyes. You're not that's that's probably about thirty minutes you're never gonna get back. So just just save it. But yeah, yeah if you really want to watch one. Yeah, absolutely. If you wanna watch an entertaining dunk contest, twenty sixteen, Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine. Twenty twenty, Aaron Gordon, you can watch him get robbed again by yeah. Derek Jones Jr. And if you want to listen to his diss track, go ahead and YouTube that. <laughs> that was fresh. I was like, no, he did not. Dude, you so I dude, you really gotta be mad about losing a dunk contest to come he out. He said with he's seen track. a nine. He was like, 
get in the studio after this. He's like, bro, he's I'm in the booth right now. <laughs> I'm in the booth. God damn. Oh, so that was shoot. that was the NBA All Star Weekend. So we're gonna go ahead and go into the current NBA standings. We're gonna start with the Eastern Conference because I'm gonna go in on the Lakers for the Western Conference. <laughs> so uh, NBA standings right now. We got Miami leading the pack, Chicago Bulls, Philly, Cleveland, which is a surprising team. Yeah, Milwaukee, Boston. So those those are shooing. Though if the playoffs started today, their spots are secured. They're safe. These next four, because the format changed, what was it, uh, either last year or the year before, normally in the past, the seven and eight seed were already locked in. But now they've given the opportunity for the ninth and tenth seed to play in what they call playing games. So it's like a one-game sudden death, and they have an opportunity to, I believe, play the eighth seed. I'm not really sure how that format goes, but... The ninth and tenth seed basically have an extra game to try and get play their way in to the playoffs. Is it like seven and nine play, eight and ten play? Yes. And then the winners play each other for the seventh seed or something yes. weird like that. I don't know exactly how it goes either. I never really followed it, followed it, but Yeah, it's it's a weird format. Um I'm gonna have to look it up again to kind of see how it actually breaks down. But the, the bottom four looking in would be the Toronto Raptors, Brooklyn Nets, the Hornets, and the Atlanta Hawks. So my surprise team right now is definitely the Cleveland Cavaliers. I didn't yeah. even know they were hooping like that, honestly. No, no. no. It's it, not going to make me watch them more. No, I'm not going to watch them. But, uh, yeah, that, I am surprised to see them up there. Uh, but if we're looking, talking about the, the play-in, if we look at that bottom four, uh, the Raptors can kick rocks. I don't really care about the Raptors too much. Nets can definitely kick rocks, but also no, they, need, I don't, they need to get in. I don't really care about the Hawks. I would like to see Lamelo get into the. He's gonna go probably even if he goes a seed. He's gonna lose in the first round. But mm-hmm. I said I'm pretty sure I said it in our initial. I just like watching that dude play. Yeah, he has young. a lot of fun. The the his interviews kind of get on my nerves because he's like an idiot. He's I think he's <laughs> he's a little too full of himself. So he's he says dumb stuff. Like they were like, they asked him who his favorite player growing up was. Did you and see? He's this? like, yeah, he's like young, young mellow man. He 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 went hard. He go off. Like, bro, shut up. Oh my bro, that goofy ass man, just sit the fuck down. They were talking about his, his little half court shot he did back in high school. He was like, yeah, that's a one on one. I don't even think I could do that again. He's like, I was just talking to him. My point, I just let it go. That's that's a one on one for show. But you gotta, bro. I literally watched your family on Facebook, like your Facebook TV show you had, and you were this dorky, goofy little kid joking around. I hated your haircut, but you were you were entertaining. And then you cut the hair off. I was like, cool, he's cool. You start putting on muscle, you start getting serious, cool. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, his whole ass swagger changes, and he's trying to be this like super cool, like you know, saying like, dude, like he's trying to act like he's from the hood sometimes. The way he talks, like dude. Stop that, man. We got enough of that. And be, yeah. be, be a fucking goofball. I like that. Yeah, yeah be, just be you, bro. Just yeah, be look. you. We know you're goofy. I've seen you and your whole family running around all the time. Okay, you guys are goofy. That's fine. I know the big drop-offs right now was the Wizards were definitely, I think, top four when we discussed this last time. I believe the Knicks were in there, and they're at the playoffs started today. They're out. Uh, but Cleveland, I'm definitely surprised about. It's cool. I, I do like... This is the first time I'm actually looking at it. I'm like, damn, there really isn't like a 
oh, this team's going to win for sure. Like the, these guys are the chosen ones that are supposed to win and they're, and they're winning, winning. I know Brooklyn, dude, Brooklyn just a little over like three weeks ago, they probably a month ago, they were number one, they were top and they were actually on a 10 or 11 game losing streak. Yeah, their last ten games, they're they're uh, two and eight. That's that's they, incredible. Yeah, they lost eight of their their last ten. And honestly, I think with like some of these like mask mandates and vaccine mandates, especially in Chicago, I just seen that they're they're lifting some mm-hmm. of those because uh, they did have the vaccine mandate in Chicago. They're lifting some of that. So, I mean, Kyrie could probably get ready to start playing again. I don't know. You know, it's it's going to be new with him and Ben Simmons coming in. That's like you know we talked about. We we're going to talk about trades. I mean, that was a that's a big trade for one. You know, Harden. I feel like he's kind of a bitch. Uh, my man Harden. said, "No, you don't." My man said, "I don't want to formally request this trade, but I want to be traded. But I won't say it formally because <laughs> I don't want backlash." Like, so what? What? What did you just say? Like, what are you doing? So, yeah, whatever, man. He's scrub. I, I see. Who is it? T Mac. Was on TV going in on him talking about he's wearing body suits and he cares about partying more and he cares about playing. He went in on him a little bit, so whatever. He's a scrub, but he's on the Sixers now, so he jumped from an AC to a third seat. And Abib's playing like crazy, so I mean, I don't know. They said the, they said the big thing with him in the Nets was Harden wanted to play ISO ball. He wanted the ball isolation, and you know KD and and uh, the coaching staff wanted to have like a, a fluid like flowing offense so i mean if hard is going to be an issue and he's going to come into a team that's already successful mid-season and be an issue again like he's gonna start demanding iso ball when abuse i don't know how like they their offense flows already but obviously abuse a big centerpiece in that mm-hmm. i'll tell you doc rivers ain't gonna let that fly like steve nash is a player's coach and he's younger Doc Rivers got some time in. I know he's had some rough stents in the playoffs lately, but he is a championship coach. He's got a lot of years in. He played in the NBA. Like he, he's not gonna let Harden get away with that. I mean, no, he's, guys, he's serious. He's so serious. He traded his son-in-law. That's great. Yeah, he's like, sorry, bro. I mean, I'll see you at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so, Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee was on the outside looking in at one point, and and they're up there. I'm not really too worried about them. I still think they're one of the best teams in the league. I mean, with Giannis. Mm-hmm. I just I mean, he he is he's he is the Greek freak. He's an absolute monster. Yeah, and he that's why I think he has that kind of I don't know if he has that mentality of like I, I, as long as I make the playoffs I don't care. Like LeBron, it was like who cares if he's first seed? He makes the playoffs, then that's when you know what I'm saying they're gonna turn it up. So I feel like he's in the same boat. Like he could you know be I mean what he's they have 36 wins first has 38, so he's only two wins away, and yeah. their last. Their last ten, they're six and four, so they're like splitting. But yeah, I don't think he cares too much. I think he's he's a problem when he get. I think the whole team is good. Oh um, yeah, so yeah. so they're gonna be a problem. I mean, we got number one Heat right now. You know, saying we know in Miami they're holding it down. My boy Tyler Hero, he's a big part of that uh, first seed team. You know, what I'm saying so. Yeah, Jimmy oh, Butler's God. playing great. You got Bam there. Uh, <laughs> you got they're... Duncan, bro. They said Duncan is the fastest to like, what was it, like 200, 300, 400, 500, 600, 700, 300s in a career or whatever he's at now. He said he's the fastest one to hit, to hit these milestones in games yeah. played. Yeah, let him get traded to Detroit. See if he's still putting in the numbers, bro. He <laughs> got saying... he got a great – Miami's got a great overall team from top yeah. to bottom. 
Yeah, that is like what you see a fluid offense. Because mm-hmm. there really isn't like a crazy superstar like Jimmy Butler. I would say he's the leader, and they kind of all rally around him. And Bam, he's right there. You know, Tyler Hero, he he doesn't play no games either. <laughs> you know, it all, all of them so, are, are dead serious. I thought you were gonna make fun of him again, dude. Because I, I can if you want me to. You always, I always send you stuff just because you go in on him. But... Listen, you're just like you know what it is. It's because. You keep pounding it like like the MJ lovers, bro. It's <laughs> like you have to constantly keep like you can't just let it happen organically. You just can't let me like watch a game, and, and you know he kind of put me in a bad mood when he did that little snarl in the NBA Finals, and LeBron yeah. had to he had to yeah. body him next game and you know yeah. move little man out of the way and dunk him like you know just let's yeah yeah he he got a little too full of himself in the bubble. Yeah. I got you. Exactly. Like, you know, he leveled up. He went Super Saiyan in the bubble. And then when he actually had to play in front of a crowd, he's like, oh, shit, I'm just a Reggie. Like, uh... <laughs> Dude, he's, hitting, he's hitting a handful of game winners this year, though. There's a crowd ain't bothering him now. But I, the only reason I say I, I'm not even like I like Tyler Hero. I'm not like his biggest fan. He didn't deserve a song. But, but go ahead. <laughs> I just said the only reason I send you that stuff is because the one time I was talking about you're hating on, so I just thought I think it's funny to tell you those. Oh, so. yeah, I know. You just wanted to keep like, getting under my skin. <laughs> so, I really like the Bulls, man. I love the Bulls because I love what DeMar DeRozan's doing, man. He balling out, dude. This man broke a Wilt Chamberlain record. Yeah. A Wilt yeah. Chamberlain record. That it doesn't was, happen. It was the most consecutive, what, 35-point games and still shooting over, like, 60% or something, something like that. And he, he's not a big guy. He's not bullying his way into the rim. He's not getting dunks. He's he's not an amazing three-point shooter. He did elevate his three-point percentage from, like, mid-20s to, I think, mid-30s, which is great for him, you know, for someone that doesn't really shoot threes a lot. But he's doing all mid-range. He is yeah, literally reminiscent of Kobe. His midis are crazy. I seen uh, during the speed uh, All Star Weekend. I seen uh, I think it was All Star Weekend, but him and Luca were talking, and I think they were around a bunch of other. Uh, that's why I think it's All Star Week because I seen a lot of players in the background. Right. And Luca was like, oh, "Mid range, you, you don't do you, do you miss? You know, like you know, he, his English is second language. Yeah. I think so. He has an accent. And he's like, huh? He's like, you don't miss? He's like, he's like, you, you never miss mid range? He's like, yeah, I, I miss some mid range. He's like, out of twenty. He's like. How many are you gonna make? He said nineteen. He's like, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> you love that, man. I, I love uh, that. I know. I feel like Lucas type player. He he gives those players their flowers when he sees them. Like he, Absolutely. He doesn't try to be too cool about it. Yeah, yeah. I I love Luca, but ba- I mean, back to the Bulls. Demar Derozan's great. I love. They play great team ball. Their defense is crazy. You know, Zach Levine. I think he's still. He's still injured. I mean, to to see them still tied for first, and they're missing. Lonzo Ball's been out, in and out of the lineup. Zach Levine's been in and out of the lineup. DeRozan's really been the only really healthy one. And then Caruso, Caruso. still has the broken wrist. Bro, when they were all healthy together in the middle of the season, or in the beginning of the season, no one was touching them. So I am fully confident. If they can get all these guys healthy, I really don't care what seed that they're in because they've already proven that they're almost untouchable when they're all healthy. So if they can get stay healthy, be, you know, top four going into the playoffs, I think they'll make some noise. I'm pretty confident in them. And uh, right now, based on the standings, they have the best home record in the East. I'm saying coming to Chicago is different. Uh, mm-hmm. They're loud. They're loud. That's a, I've been to a few games. Great energy there. It's getting a little expensive these days. But uh, – <laughs> 
you know, and I I couldn't go this year because of uh, vaccine restrictions. But uh, yeah, dude, there it's energy there is crazy. So I can see why they have that that home record. So it's gonna be even crazier come playoff time. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I do want to touch up on Zach. You know, Zach was giving us he's like, yeah. yeah, um, what were you saying about the Bulls earlier? I'm like, listen, we we gave we recognized the Bulls when we talked about it the first time, right? What did you want me to say? Like, these guys are going all the way. They're the absolute (laughs) best. Like, no, I didn't. I didn't ride a high on any of these teams besides Golden State and rightfully so. Yeah. And to your point, they were one of my teams that I said would be is going to be super fun to watch this year. And I'm pretty sure you either had them go into the finals or the conference finals against the Heat. You had them conference finals. Yes, absolutely. So it's not you weren't sleeping on them. I said Mm -hmm. they were going to be exciting to watch. I I didn't I didn't think they were going to be this good. Mm I knew, I knew they weren't going to be trash. Yeah, Zach made it sound like I was already supposed to book NBA Finals tickets for their asses. Like, bro, will you sit down? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, they're super exciting. I, I can't wait until they all get back together. And uh, Philly and Brooklyn, what do you think about that trade? Who won? Who won the trade? Take Brooklyn all hate aside. And, and Philly, I feel like, I don't know, dude. Here's the thing, like, Ben Simmons, James Harden, bitches. Okay. <laughs> James Harden did. We already talked about how he handled the whole trade situation and how he handled his way from Houston to Brooklyn wearing mm-hmm. that wearing a I don't know if it's true, but he looked like he was wearing a fat suit because he went from, from hefty to like in shape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh so that he's just weird. He's just a weird dude. And then Ben Simmons just decided like I'm not playing and like was the Philly fans too hard on him when they were pissed that he couldn't hit free throws? Like, was the Probably. fan was like the Philly fans just too much? And he's like, "Fuck y'all, I'm not playing for you guys no more." Maybe. And like, I get he went to like the whole like mental thing. I don't know if it, if it, he really was like not need to see a therapist. Then you know, hope he got his stuff together. But the way he went about it before that it makes it seem like he was just looking for any excuse not to show up. Right. And he showed up at practice, and his first practice, and Doc sent him home because he was on his phone. Yeah, did you see who he was working with in practice today in uh, Brooklyn? I seen that he was he stayed after practice, but he was with Kyle Korver getting yes. that free throw right. Mm-hmm. So he was after practice. So maybe he's serious now. If he's serious, you know, cool. Like, yeah, but what you didn't play all season. Kyle Korver, like, yeah, yeah, he's gonna get your shot right. But to answer your question, I don't know who won because I know Harden is is better than Ben Simmons, and now he's on a team, but. He's been not great for teams he's been on because of how he plays and his attitude. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we'll see if he learns to take a team role or if he wants to go straight ISO. Who knows, man, because he could either hurt this team bad or he could elevate it right now. Yeah, I'm kind of interested to see. I personally think uh, both teams won. Uh, James Harden, yeah, he's forced his way out of almost every situation and – I get it. He wants to be his own man, play his own way, but that's not going to fly in fly in Philly. But I feel like they're going to, excuse me, play really well. Embiid is the centerpiece. That pick and roll game is going to be crazy if they can yeah. just stay with it. Yeah, um, they can both hit threes. You got to pick and pop, pick and roll, pick and fade. You got mm-hmm. all types of options with those two. And the defense is going to be already good. I mean, James Harden doesn't really play, you know, defense like that, but uh, what, Maxi? great defender and um uh Tybal, he's another great defender young guys so i think they got 
everything covered. They just now they got a prolific score that can get you a bucket at any time. Yeah, and they got rid of what? They got rid of Drummond and Curry. Yeah, they got rid of Drummond and Curry, and then who? I think who got Ibaka? Where did Serge Ibaka went somewhere as a on a good contending team? Didn't he go to? uh, He didn't go to the Bucks, did he? I think he did go to the Bucks. Let me let me check real quick. He he did go. Yeah, he's, go to a he's, team that's think, contending. Yeah, I think he was. He went to the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, he got. He went to the Bucks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he went to the Bucks. So that's that's a huge pickup for him. That's another interior defender, somebody that can definitely switch out to uh, in the pick and roll and cover a three ball. So yeah, that's that's amazing. I like that pickup. Yeah, he's like a stretch for He can he kind of shoot a little bit too. Yes, he could. He could definitely shoot. Physical dude. So Brooklyn, I don't know. I'm I'm happy for Ben Simmons. I I do hope this works out for him. But I mean, yeah. I my guess is he just wasn't vibing with Philly like that. And maybe yeah, he got he caught so much heat. Maybe mentally he just broke down. And if it is like a mental issue, I know we've already gone through this thing, and and talked about our stance with with mental health and stuff like that. But if you're not doing anything to remedy that situation and they've already talked about it initially, like when the playoffs ended, they're like, if he need there, there's sports psychologists there. There's basketball psychologists there that could help you. If you have this fear or phobia of shooting, if that really is the issue, like they have the resources available. Are you utilizing those resources? If you're not, okay. Yeah. I feel bad for you that you're going through these, these mental health situations, but it's like, what are you doing to to remedy that situation? We can't help you unless you want to help yourself. Like, mm-hmm. and and if your if your way out was to say, you know what, I'm just not gonna play for you guys no more. Okay, that's fine. Um, so I'm glad that he was able to get to Brooklyn, and I think this will be good. I think Katie's still out. I think Katie's still hurt, and Kyrie can't play home games. So. This will be the first time Ben Simmons is actually going to be like the focal point and be he could either be surrounded by shooters, which I think if Steve Nash was smart, he would surround Ben Simmons with with shooters because then that would free up some space for him to get into the paint if he needs to or drive and dish that type of stuff when things that he wasn't necessarily able to do in Philly because Embiid was basically taking the post, clogging the lanes and stuff like that. But rightfully so. That's Embiid's spot. So. And then even if KD, when he comes back, when he's inserted into the lineup, KD is more of a mid-range to three-point shooter. So he could be like, hey, Ben, get your ass down the post. You know, like you're these guys are too small for you as a point guard. I feel like it could work out perfectly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he's if his mind is right now, I mean, he's stay, staying after practice, getting shots up with one of the GOAT shooters of all time. Yep. And, and Kyle Korver, if he's getting that right, man, then yeah, I mean, he – if that's true, then I'd say Brooklyn won. I think, and obviously we don't know yet, but just the way Harden's been, he could end up hurting the Sixers. Could, I yeah, get that could. that pick and roll combo between the two can be crazy, but uh, we just gotta see. Because if it's a pick and pop every time, Beef's gonna get you know. Beef's not he's not a player that's shy of saying how he feels. So, oh yeah, absolutely. You know, he's, he, ever since he got in the league, he's always been, you know the person to say something regardless if it's his own teammate or somebody on the other team. And that's why I liked him for that. Oh yeah, definitely. He's, he's, he's vocal. 
Um, and he's just playing like a MVP caliber season right now. Uh, so yeah, he's out there. I still, mm, man, it's tough. So if I have to go conference finals matchup, oh man, if I have to go currently right now as teams are constructed, I one I can't go with Brooklyn because they can't. Kyrie, he can't play any home games. He's not there for half of the games. So I, I can't go with Brooklyn. Um, I would say the the Heat and the 76ers, man. That, that, that's probably who I'm going to go with. I'm going to roll the dice and assume that, that uh, James Harden turns it up. And they make it to the conference finals against the Heat. And I am going to go. I'm going to go with the 76ers making it to the finals. 76ers going to the finals? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I'm changing. I'm, uh, initially, I picked Heat and Bulls. And I think I had. I, I think I said, I don't care which one makes it out. Golden State's smoking them. So <laughs> I'm going with the Heat versus 76ers. 76ers advance to the finals. What do you so got? how the final, how the playoffs go, right? It goes, the top is one versus eight. And right. right under is that, that is three versus six. And mm. then on the bottom part, it's two and seven and four and five. Is that how it goes? Two and seven would be all the way at the bottom. Right, so one and eights all the way up top, two mm-hmm. and sevens mm-hmm. at the bottom, and it's three and six at the bottom also, and then four or five up top, or it's four or five up top. I'm know. not sure. I'm gonna assume the way it's. Hold on, NBA playoff format. Because I'm thinking, I'm just trying to think if if five and three play each other before the conference finals. So that's where my head is at between the two teams. Let's see. Oh, it's it's one eight four five two seven three six. All right, so I think it's going to be Bucks or Sixers in the conference finals. I still think Giannis is going to pull it out. So yeah, if they say it's oh. if if the Eastern Conference playoff seeds if they ended today, it would be uh, Heat and the Nets. I, I'm going to assume I'm taking the play-in tournament thing like out of consideration. Yeah, yeah, so I'm going to do Ra- Raptors and Nets are the last two uh, teams. So Heat and the Nets and Cavs and the Bucks. Um, Bulls and the Raptors and 76ers and the Celtics. So yeah, I can still have 76ers meeting the uh, meeting the Heat in the finals. Um, you got the Heat I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Yeah, you got okay, the Heat so losing to the Bucks. I think. I think the Heat lose to the Bucks. Mm. Otherwise, I'd say the Heat would go. And then on the on the bottom side, the four teams are the Sixers, Celtics. I think the Sixers beat the Celtics. Yep. And then the Bulls are gonna beat the Raptors. Running to the Raptors. You know what? I think I'm gonna go. I I'm gonna just because I don't like James Harden. I'm gonna say the Bulls beat Sixers. I'm gonna say it's gonna go Bulls Bucks. Okay. All right. I'm not mad. Seven game series, and I'm gonna take. Ooh, that that's, that'd be tough. I can see that going either way. I can see Demar Derozan hitting that game seven buzzer beater in <laughs> Chicago. Oh, in Chicago, 
to go to the finals. That would be crazy. But I think the Bucks pull it off still. I can see it going either way, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say Bucks go to the finals. Yeah, I, I I guess I took it in consideration. If Alex Caruso, if if the whole team starting team is not healthy for the Bulls, I I'm probably not gonna pick them because I would much rather, even though they're on a five game win streak right now, I would much rather see a healthy Lonzo, yeah. healthy Caruso, all of them with the level that Demar Derozan's playing, and then Zach Levine. Like, yeah, if those guys are all healthy and locked in, like. Yeah, they they got a pretty strong case. You know what any of their uh, ETAs on on getting back in the lineup is? Uh, Caruso, he was like four to six weeks. So my assumption is, I feel like they could honestly rest him until the playoffs. There's only twenty games yeah. left. Yeah, so they could rest him. Lonzo, I'm not really sure. I I, I haven't really checked on him. So we got the Eastern Conference kind of lined up. You're picking, you're picking the Bulls. Bulls versus Bucks. Bulls versus Bucks. And who who's winning? Who's who's coming out? The Bucks. The Bucks are going. The to Bucks finals. coming out. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you got Bucks over the Bulls to go to the finals. I got 76ers over the Heat. So we got four different teams. I'm gonna ride with this until we get to the the playoffs, and then we will address this again. So we got Eastern Conference covered. Let's go to the Western Conference. We have the Suns at 48 and 10. Riding a seven-game win streak, holding down the top seed, Golden State Warriors, Memphis Grizzlies, Utah Jazz, Dallas Mavericks, Denver Nuggets, Minnesota is the seventh seed. Clippers are the eight. Los Angeles and Portland are looking to play in the play-in games at the ninth and tenth seed. Yeah. So my initial reaction is the Suns. I think they're going to start dropping because CP3's out for the rest of the season. He's out for the rest of the season? Yeah, I think that's what they said. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure um, before we started, I seen something like that. Mm. That's terrible, dude. Because I saw he was injured. What is it, his wrist or his hand? Let me see what we got here. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure what I read. Dude. Um, said he's out for the just... season. Chris Paul, he will miss. Okay, it's a thumb injury. It says This thing says the next six to eight weeks, but isn't that almost the rest of the season? Uh, so we assume that's two months max and we're going into April. <laughs> well, if they're lucky and they somehow make the NBA finals, he could be back for the finals. <laughs> it's, it's but, always, that's tough for them. Damn. Damn. Well, you know, they have, they sniffed the finals. They won the first two games against the bucks and then they, excuse me, that was last year. And they played some horrendous defense against Giannis and chose not to put up a wall and thought that DeAndre Ayton was the guy to try to stop Giannis and they were proven wrong. They ended up losing four straight. So definitely not having that veteran leadership is going to hurt them. But I believe Devin Booker is going to assume that role and all these other young guys like the, the Cam Johnson's uh, Cameron Payne's DeAndre. He's out too. Who? I thought Payne was hurt too, bro. Okay. never mind. D book going to carry the load. (laughs) D book and carry the load with DeAndre Aiden, bro. That's it. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, yeah, I thought I swear I thought I seen something for him too. Cause I was like, dang, the Suns are hurting. So Cameron Payne's out. It's not bad. I get it. It's just a, a wrist injury. So it doesn't say like how mm-hmm. long. He's probably day to day. Chris Paul's out, out. Frank Kaminsky's, who cares? He don't, he don't yeah, eight weeks. Uh Sar- Dario Sarchik, he's still out. Okay, so. he's good. He's good. 
Yeah. Dang, that's tough. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I still don't. Okay, here, I know your view of how we do this versus how my view changes when we get to the West because I want the Lakers to do good. Um, but given, okay, if we go, like, with the Bulls, I think when I was talking with them, they're all going to be healthy. Mm-hmm. I think the Lakers that are playing, like, straight garbage this season, mm-hmm. AD should, will be back sometime. They move up into the A seed. Okay, they play the Suns first round. They beat them. Okay, that's that's my that's that's what I think. We'll do if they get past that. Depends on how healthy they are and how good they're playing. But I don't think the Suns are going to do much this year without CP3. And he was he was huge for them last year in the playoffs. Huge. So, I just I it's I don't know a team in this right now how everybody's playing that is going to beat the Warriors in a. I don't. These guys were already on a hot streak before Clay Thompson came back. He's back. They're slowly. I mean, they're on. They're on a two-game losing streak. Whatever it is, what it is. But they're still number uh, number two seed. Um, I don't see them dropping out of the top three. Memphis is right no. there, only uh, a game and a half behind. But I don't even think James Wiseman, their starting center, isn't even back yet. So if they can stay even keel and just keep winning like they are and just be at full strength at the end of the season when they need them the most, that that's perfect. Uh, unfortunately with the Phoenix Suns, yeah, that sucks to have two prominent players in the rotation to be out. It's it, at the worst time. Um, I love the Memphis. Dude, I love John Morant, man. John Morant is just, it's perfect because he's the only superstar there and then everybody else is the, their perfect role player in their position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love watching that dude's highlights too, but he's bouncy. He'd be booming dudes. Booming dudes. And he he plays great defense. They got a rim protector in Steven Adams. You know, he's a freaking brick wall. Oh, probably yeah. the strongest dude in the league. <laughs> he does Aquaman, bro. He's strong. Absolutely. He's so strong, bro. I don't believe in the Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz, for some reason, they're always there. They're always like one of the top four seeds in the playoffs. I just don't – and I think Donovan Mitchell is good. I just don't know if he's that dude to deliver the big-time shot when it matters most and to take over a game, you know, because we've seen him drop 50 in the playoffs. He did that against the Nuggets, but Jamal Murray dropped 50, and then – the Nuggets ended up winning. That was a game seven. It's like, yeah. do they have enough? Yeah. And, and when you look at their their team, I mean, they, they have a lot of good players. They do. Uh, but I, I've watched, I think I watched one, actually watched one Utah game this, this season. I think when they were playing the Lakers, I watched one of their games. Mm-hmm. And since I haven't watched a lot, I don't know how true this is, but when I was watching, I mean, Donovan Mitchell was in, he wasn't injured, he was playing. But for some reason... It felt like Jordan Clarkson was like running the offense, and I was like, "Yeah, I was like, why is like?" It felt like Donovan Mitchell was like being real passive, and like Jordan Clarkson was just all right. He was just maybe he was on. I don't even know how many points he scored, but I feel like I was like, "Damn, this dude's trying to take over this offense right now." He gets Donovan Mitchell gets buckets, but he doesn't strike me as a playmaker. I feel like when he tries to run the offense, he doesn't always make like he is looking to score. And he doesn't always make that that play, that next best play, it, from what I've seen, especially in the playoffs. I mean, I still like him. I would take him 
you know, over most people. But yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see come playoff time if they make any adjustments because I think their coach is very good. They obviously have a premier rim, rim defender in Rudy Gobert. So we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, I, they'll they'll still be in the playoffs. Dallas Mavericks, Luca. I mean, it's it's the Luca Mavericks, man. The Luca Mavericks. <laughs> Why did they, didn't they just get rid of? Poor they got rid of the unicorn. Yeah, like, was it, like, did they not mesh well? I feel like he's a. He, I thought they were gonna be great together. He doesn't play well enough consistently, bro. Well, who did they who did they get for him? It's Dinwiddie. Did they? I don't know. Yeah, they got Dinwiddie. I feel like that. I heard that dude's contract is terrible. Yeah, yeah. He 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 gets some money, but he is does. It? He's a good player. I like Dinwiddie. Yeah, I mean, he had a he had a high season. I don't feel like he played up to it since that since he got paid. But I mean, he did what he no, supposed to do. They normally don't. Got paid, so I don't. I don't see them. I don't see them being able to go that far in the playoffs. Denver Nuggets. I feel like the Denver Nuggets are going to creep up. I feel like they may jump into the top four. Well, and, I think. Yeah, I mean, they have. Well, isn't Jokic like the front runner for MVP right now? Mm-hmm. And he's he's just such a good passer, man. He's just so good. The Joker. The Joker. Dude, he gets... let me see. Let me see what he's averaging right now. He's averaging t- like 26 points a game, okay. like 13 and a half rebounds, and almost eight assists a game right now. They're quiet points, too, you know, because he's a big guy and he's not super flashy. He can shoot the three. He knows how to use his body. He's physical. But he's just such – he's got great vision. And it's such a good passer. And it's like when rebounds, they just seem to flock to him. It's like yeah. a black hole. <laughs> but I feel like they're going to jump into the fourth seed. Utah drops to the fifth by the end of the season. Jamal Murray's that. not even back. They're missing their point guard. When is he coming back? Any, I say? don't No clue. I know he's been out because he tore his, uh, his ACL, I think, or his Achilles. He had one catastrophic injury. So I, I have no idea when he'll be back, but I would assume he's got to be back in time for the playoffs, at least in the middle of it. They make a run. Um, Minnesota. I love Anthony Edwards. I think he's a great young talent. He's a goofball uh, too. He's yeah. He comes off as unintelligent at times, but whatever, man. Besides yeah. the point. <laughs> um, Carl Anthony Towns. I think he's good, but I don't know, man. He. To me, he's not that far off from AD as far as uh, charm and softness level. Like, I, I just don't think they're that tough. Yeah, yeah. Back to uh, real quick, just back to Jamal Murray. His <clears throat> they still have a timetable for his return. It's tough, man. So, yeah. Well, yeah, Minnesota, and then Pat Bev's on the team. I so you know I'm gonna stop it right there. Can't can't stand oh, okay. that guy. Yeah. This <laughs> I saw a highlight of Pat Bev. This man, he was trying to lock up Pascal Siakam. And, uh, you know, Siakam, I, I think just ironically, he was just going one-on-one. Pat Bev pokes the ball, and Siakam gets the ball back. And you see you see Pat Bev clapping and stuff like that, getting all excited. And he waves off. Apparently, they were going to either do a screen or come double Siakam. Pat Bev waves it off. Siakam just goes right by him for a quick layup. I was like, dude, this guy's a goofball. Uh, dude, he's so annoying. It's yeah. Yeah. He's, I, I, I can't. He's one of the top five players in the league that I can't stand. Yeah, he, he's up he's, there. Yeah. He's not he he's not even like one of those like, oh, you love him on your team. He just seems like he's an annoying person. 
Yeah. It's in general. Like, bro, I don't, yeah. Like, he plays hard. He's he's the person you wouldn't want to, you wouldn't want to play against, but you'd love to have him on your team. No, bro, I'm sorry. No, he's I not just, even, I he's, just don't, yeah. don't vibe with that personality, man. No, no. He seems like the type of dude that for no reason, he's one of those kids that you just, like, walk by him and he just smacks whatever is in your hand out of your hand for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Like, shut, yep. shut up. What are you doing? He, yeah, he just wants to cause chaos just to cause chaos. Yeah, you just see somebody rapping. Like, you got some athletic tape. They're rapping their ankle. He just pieces up those across the room for no reason. Just because he thinks it's funny. Like, that's his energy. <laughs> and I don't like it. Clippers, um, they're the eighth seed. Yeah. How? They're, they live in the basement where the Los <laughs> Angeles Lakers live. Okay, I'm not I'm not worried about the Clippers. Um, yeah. Paul George is the, really the only one there. Kawhi's not even coming back this year. So, on to the next one. You got the Bobby Lakers. Smart is there too, though. Wait, who? Oh, you talking about Reggie Jackson? Reggie Jackson. Yeah, Reggie Jackson, man, he's he's good, but he need he need to simmer down, man. You, you play with the Clippers, bro. <laughs> Just chill out. <laughs> he should have came to the Lakers. He should, yeah. He he could have came to the Lakers, bro. Come upstairs, man. Come play for the Lakers. Um, speaking of the Lakers, man, this is we talked about them earlier in the season. Huge disappointment. We're basically reiterating the same things we were talking about in the first 20 games of the season. Um, one, I don't even think LeBron was completely healthy. I think he missed like 14 games or something. Okay. And some. Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. Westbrook is a turnover machine. And we're talking about like a future first ballot slam dunk Hall of Famer. And... You know, I talked to Lorenzo about this too, and Lorenzo's like, "Man, it's just it's hard to watch. He just doesn't fit in that system." I was like, "Bro, what system does he fit well in that has superstars?" He couldn't play well in, or no, okay, my bad. He played well with OKC, but after a certain period of time, they could not get over the hump. Uh, he couldn't play well with another superstar in Houston with James Harden. He couldn't do it um, in OKC in the later stint when he had Melo and PG. It's like, bro, after I get it, you play to your strengths and you stick with what got you there, right? And that's why, like, Lorenzo loves Russell Westbrook. But at a certain point in time, bro, you have to realize that you have to adjust your game because, one, athletically, I'll be honest, he got most of his buckets off of pure athleticism. And he's not – because he didn't have the greatest shooting form. He was an excellent free throw shooter at one point, and he's just – horrendous now and he wasn't a great defender and he still isn't a great defender so his athleticism goes down so he just gets blown by all the time and it's like what's his calling card now turnovers (laughs) yeah turnovers dude and i just i hate it bro it's so hard to watch he is a triple double machine which is still tremendously hard because if it was that easy everyone would be doing it okay so that's a testament to how hard he plays, and I like that. But it's, dude, it, it's it's so bad to watch, and I, I wish they would have got rid of him, but that's yeah. on LeBron's hands because LeBron wanted – well, actually, he wanted Buddy Heald to, to to play. But Keep, keep it a stack. Yeah, keep it a buck. We wanted Buddy Heald, but we got Russell Westbrook. Yeah. And this is what we got. And I remember saying in the beginning that I thought Westbrook was going to get his stuff together, and – take a back seat to how he normally plays, chill out a little bit to make the team successful. And he hasn't done that in 58 games. 
And so I'm surprised by that because I thought he, he would chill. And now I know I've seen this few games where he gets upset. They're benching, benching him in the fourth quarter down the run. It's like, but they can't handle those turnovers. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, if they if you were playing your best or, you know, saying you were turning the ball over, I'm sure they'd love to have you out there. But the fact that I've sat there and watched them do three plays in a row where he full speed down court gets to the lane. Like you said, he lost a little athleticism. Maybe a few years back, he would be dunking. He'd be jumping and dunking over. But he gets there. He jumps. I've seen him do a jump, realizing he, he doesn't have a move up there and goes to pass it, and he throws it right away or throws it right to another teammate or uh, an opposing team member or just a bad pass out of bounds, like just doing dumb stuff over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like, it's basic he, things. It's like fucking, yeah, he's like Sonic the Hedgehog out there just running around, dude, like chill out. You get your damn coins flying all over the place because you're running <laughs> everything. And chill, dude. Yeah, it's just, it's bad chemistry, it's it's silly turnovers and it's just it's backbreaking timely turnovers you know and uh outside of that lebron's probably having one of his best statistical seasons of his career and granted he's like what 37 now they just turned 37 crazy and dude he's he's complaining about his knees been hurting it's it's swollen so there's talks that it may need to get drained or scoped and stuff like that. And it's one of those things where it's probably only going to get better with rest. And, but he can't, I don't know. I'm always an advocate for, if you have a shot at making the playoffs, like you try to, and LeBron's the ultimate competitor. He's going to try to push to get the team into the playoffs, but to what avail, like AD is injured and he has not had a very consistent season. And he's literally been a shell of himself since the 2020 finals. Russell Westbrook isn't making great plays. Carmelo Anthony is just as old as LeBron and does not have the motor or the skill set that LeBron does. It's just, what do, what do we have left? We don't have anything left. Yeah. And it's if, I mean, LeBron's getting up there in age, like you said. So if his knee is, is messed up, like I said. He he needs to be able to get that rest. And the mm-hmm. way they're sitting right now, he yeah he doesn't have that luxury now. He used to be able to have that luxury if he wanted to rest. If they all played, you know how we were hoping, and they were you know high seeding, he could take some weeks off yeah. leading into the playoffs because he's making the playoffs. Now he's still fighting for that playoff spot, unless he's going to say like ah, as long as we're getting that playing game. You know, I'll right. chance it, and he because he, even if he gets himself up to eight seed, he has to play that playoff, that playing yep. game. So it's like, okay, if he's looking at it like that, like, all right, well, what's the point of me going super hard to get that seventh seed if I'm already seventh eight seed? If I need to play in this playing tournament, I might as well just kick it where I'm at. Because you think about it like this: if he goes hard, gets himself to the seventh eight seed, he's going to be playing the exact same team regardless. If he just stayed at nine. Mm-hmm. It's going to be those exactly. same four teams back. So it's like statistically, like people think how they want to think, like get to the AC. But how it is now, I, maybe I'm not a fan of it, but how it is now, it doesn't even make sense for him to. You might as well maybe take a little bit of rest if you can and just go for your play, your playing game because you got to play in it regardless. Mm-hmm. Hope AD gets healthy. I've heard that they – I haven't seen a, a Laker game recently, obviously the All-Star break, but even before that, I've seen games here and there. Um I heard that they were talking about having Westbrook off the bench. And I know with people being out, that probably hasn't happened. But if they go full strength and they try to move him to a bench role, 
And if he just accepts that, and like I know when I heard him talk about it, he wasn't happy about being benched. But if he's looking at like this being his chance to actually get the uh, the ring that he hasn't gotten yet, or he, he wants, you got what do you want? Do you want to be the guy, or do you want to be the guy with the ring? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I don't know, bro. Until they are uh, statistically or uh... They have no, absolutely zero chance of making the playoffs. Like they get eliminated before the season actually ends. That that's when they, I would definitely shut LeBron down. Yeah. But yeah, man, I don't know. It, it's it's tough. And then you got the Portland Trailblazers. They're you know the tenth seed. You know they're they're in the playing game and stuff. But they traded CJ McCollum. They traded um, Norman Powell, I think. And yeah. um, game. Yeah, took a surgery, I think. Yeah, so I was gonna say he took his surgery, so they're they're just gonna drop. I don't see them staying there. Yeah, I mean, if they make it and they advance, I mean, technically they overachieve because they don't have any of their superstars currently playing. But yeah. I don't know, man. It's tough, and I still the way things are shaping up. Oh, let's see, Golden State Warriors are going to the conference finals no matter what. So I'm just gonna get that out of the way. So. Let me see here. Brackets looking like. So one and eight would be the Suns and the Clippers. And four and five would be the Jazz and the Mavericks. So I would probably, uh, I'd probably go with the Jazz over the Mavericks to meet the Suns. And then I'd have the Suns in the conference finals. Uh, Warriors would play the Timberwolves or smoking them. Easy. And, and three and six got Grizzlies and the Nuggets. Ooh, that would that would be a, that'd be a good one. So far, I've agreed on you with everything up to this point. I'm seeing what you go with here. Grizzlies and the Nuggets. Um, if Jamal Murray's not back, I'm gonna go with the Grizzlies. And uh, Golden State's beating the Grizzlies in a seven game series. And yeah. then yeah, got got Warriors beating. If Chris Paul's out and Cameron Payne's out and all they have is who they have for the conference finals, which is basically D book and Deandre Aiden, I'm, I'm picking the Warriors, dude. I think uh, Payne's he wasn't out too long. I think he was more like a day to day or game to game. So I think he, he's fine for the playoffs. Um, Yeah. Jamal Murray, not having even a, a timetable set yet. kind of doesn't bode well, unless they're just trying to keep it low key. So I don't know what would be the point of that, but. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Uh, I agree with mostly with what you're saying, and I agree. Warriors go all the way. Um, the only thing, only caveat I'd have is Lakers winning that playing game and getting the eighth seed. I'm then not they beat the Suns, and then they beat the Warriors, and then they go to the finals and beat the Bucks. But yeah, I do not have the Lakers making the playoffs. I don't. I really don't want them making the playoffs, man. It just. I don't want to see if LeBron has a chance to come back next year to be healthier and they reconstruct this whole roster and stuff like that. I would much rather see that than to see him just absolutely struggle and just, you know. Yeah, it's just I, I can't. I can't see it. To train yeah, wreck. It just depends on their health with everybody. If if AD is like a hundred percent, like I oh, am, yeah, I'm a hundred percent for playoffs. And LeBron is like, yeah, I'm 90% then like fight for it. But if it's like AD is still like babying his injury and LeBron's leaking it out of his knee, getting fluid drained constantly, then yeah, just, just wrap it up, man.
Yeah, because last year, AD was the same way. They they played the Suns in the first round. They lost in six, I think. And AD was basically gimping out there in the last couple of games. He couldn't do it. So, you know, it's looking like, you know, playing the same record again. Yeah, this, will, this will be a team people look back at. How did they do good? It's like, bro, if you were, like, watching them at this time, bro, it's like AD constantly hurt Westbrook not. Westbrook, well. you expect mm-hmm. Carmelo old. I can say old, but like LeBron's old too. But like he wears it more than LeBron wears it. Yeah, I think I, I think the casual fan will not fully understand unless they actually watch or see how the games are being played, and they'll get so honed in on the name itself. Like, oh my God, Carmelo Anthony Russell. What? How are you not winning? Okay, if you yeah. actually watched how they play their games, you would would have already had a hunch that this probably isn't going to work out. I mean, that's just... It'll end up on one of those man. LeBron hate meme pages where like, LeBron had this team and couldn't even make the playoffs. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So can't wait for that, but it don't matter, bro. Golden State, Golden State's smoking anybody on, on the east side. You know, Zach, RIP to your Bulls. I don't care. They've already lost to the Golden State Warriors this year, man. They couldn't stop Steph Curry. So, And I'm pretty sure you were at that game, too. <laughs> I think he was. But uh yeah, I got uh Warriors winning the finals. Um I believe I know Jokic is leading the MVP race, and unless they catapult themselves to the third or fourth seed, I don't see him going back to back uh MVPs. Uh I'm gonna go with Embiid. I think I think Embiid, yeah, Embiid I, I trust him. He's out there. I trust him and Harden are going to get it together. His numbers are going to either stay the same, um, if not go higher. And if they can stay in the top three in the Eastern Conference, that's just going to make his case that much better. And I believe he ends up being the league MVP. Yeah, I mean, he's almost he's aver- he's almost averaging a thirty point double double. Since that's absolutely insane. But so is Giannis. Giannis is averaging almost a thirty point double double too. He's twenty nine points, eleven rebounds, versus. 29 points, 11 rebounds. They're almost the exact same. Yeah, if they're this close, my only my only calling card will be uh, who can elevate their team into the top seeds. That would be the big one. Because right. it was the thing, like the true MVP. You take Giannis off that team, they plummet. You take Bebop off that team, they plummet. They both meet that that category. But I'm still scrolling through here. Like, why <clears throat> isn't DeMar DeRozan higher up on this list? DeMarzen needs to be uh he needs to be top five for sure. Because right now he's nine. Okay, the people over him. When was this when was this article updated? Let me see when this was updated. This was updated um a week ago. Okay. So they have Jokic first. I think he goes down. Abib goes okay. up. Uh, so they're one and two. Giannis is three. Chris Paul's four. Obviously, he's out because he's injured. Okay. Um Steph Curry's five. I understand he's balling okay. out, but then six you have tied for six. John Morant, Luca, you have Devin Booker mm-hmm. eight, and then you have Demar Derozan. No, I got I, John Morant I can understand. Um, so yeah, I would say Embiid, Joker, Giannis, uh, Ja, Steph, and Demar. Demar is no lower than six. Yeah, he got yeah, he got to be up there. It's like you said, there the rest of his team's been in and out of injuries, and he's just been he's been hooping carrying. consistently. 
So cool. I think we got everything covered. We touched upon the college basketball scuffle, gave our updates about uh, the NBA and how the standings are shaping up. So we will readdress this again before the playoffs start when the season ends. We'll see if uh, our seedings hold true. I said I still got I got the 76ers in the heat. 76ers coming out on top to meet the winner of the Grizzlies. No, sorry, the Suns and the Warriors. And the Warriors end up winning that because there's no Chris Paul. And the Warriors ultimately winning the NBA Finals with Steph being the Finals MVP. It's first Finals MVP. It's first. I'm I'm there, pretty much there with you. I think I still think the Bucks come out of the East, but I still think that the the way it is right now, the Warriors are going to win it. But I think when we do readdress this, maybe we should address it post playing games. Oh so yeah, we, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Okay. That way yeah. the seedings are cemented. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down to do that. Yeah, post, post game, so we know if, <clears throat> if the the long shot Lakers are in it or not. And uh, they ain't Showtime right now. They're long shot. So we'll see. Yeah, man, it's tough, bro. It is tough. Anything else that we need to address before we let them go? Shoot, not basketball related, but should we give a shout out to Demas? Bro, didn't he just got married yesterday? Yeah, Demas just uh they they tied the knot. I saw the Instagram uh post and they went to the courthouse and they uh they tied it up, bro. So that's awesome. Congrats, bro. Uh, to you and Marissa, you know, I love you guys. Uh, so I'm super excited and I know you guys are close to moving into a new house, so I, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, yeah, I texted him, you know, I was like, I texted him, I think, last week, and I was telling him, like, hey, you know, hit me up next time you're, you're coming up to Portage. I was like, because, I mean, I haven't seen them in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, meet the baby, having me my baby, mm-hmm. you know, just meet up, you know, put the little kids next to each other, you know, it'd be cool. And then we were talking about how, like, when they get a little older, I was like, we're going to have to run some two-on-two. I was like, but I was like, it's going to be me and you versus them two. I was like, we ain't losing. <laughs> That'd be awesome, dude. I, yeah, I can't. I can't wait to see that stuff, bro. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. It's, it's gonna be cool, man. So yeah, and I texted him and I told him congrats when I seen the, the post and yeah, happy for for him and his family, man. The nice family they got going there. That's gonna be great. Marissa did show me the the listing of the house. I haven't got a chance to take a look at it yet because I talked to Demas. So I was like, yeah, man. Like when you guys are settled in and it's furnished the way you want to like i'd love to see pictures and stuff you ain't, you ain't got to rush to show me it right now he's like oh, okay okay uh i'll tell marissa to send you something i was like bro do you listen to anything i just said but <laughs> no <laughs> but it, it don't matter bro so i'll i'll look at it when it's all done i'm not i'm not in a hurry i know they got a lot on their plate and stuff yeah, so they're getting a, they're getting a place near indy right yeah i think they said it's north of indy it's north of indy so it's like i think they said 15 20 minutes from downtown so it's just cool so I'm hoping by, I think they said by March they may be moved in. So by April, when I can catch a week break in between contracts out here, I can go visit them. So yeah, yeah. Let me know. Shoot, maybe I'll I'll meet yeah, you dude. down there. Yeah, for sure. I know absolutely for sure I will be in Indy April 9th and 10th for a bowling tournament. So if they're already moved in on their house and they got a spare room, <laughs> y'all, y'all already know you got a space for me. Thank you in advance. So, but, uh, yeah, make sure you guys follow us on all of our social media pages. We got our Instagram, no script underscore podcast. We got the TikTok. How did you struck? What's the structuring of the name for the TikTok? 
the TikTok had to go no underscript underscore. I say that every time. <laughs> every fucking time I say no, I say that. No underscore script underscore podcast. And I've been actually posting on there. So we, we got some good ones. And yeah. uh Beginning a little better with the reels and the, the TikToks, you know, trying to get the name out there a little more. So yeah, follow us. And if you if you do follow us, if you're an avid TikToker and you're on there, uh, I hear that copy link or share link is like a big uh big thing for the algorithm. Even if you don't share it, if you just click it, it does something. I don't know. But that's okay. what I hear. Well, hopefully that works out in our favor. Shout out to D anthony espinoza's wife for giving us the subject as far as talking about the wisconsin michigan scuffle so we appreciate that and it lets us know that you're listening and shout out to dean he did give us his review on the last episode we came out with so if you guys want to give that a listen dan talks about his uh progression as a father and his little family and then i go in, in depth about how things are going in north carolina so if you guys care to give that a listen we greatly appreciate it so what you think, Dan? We good? Yeah, we're good, man. Let's roll. All right, let's get it. This has been No Script Podcast. We out. Still screaming. Still scheming.